Just when we thought the story was over. No, 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 my friends. No, 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 no. Margarita Fest after the final lime. And not to mention 500 bucks on the way here in a couple seconds, too. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. This is a daily podcast that I do with my mom because she's just the greatest mother ever. It's, just, it's, it's that easy. I'll introduce you to her. This is Nancy Yancey, my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. So today is a, a big show, and it's not, I didn't mean for this all to come together at the same time, but uh, but here we are. So uh, glad you're here. This is my mom, in case you're brand new to our show. Mom, how would you describe our podcast for those that maybe are coming for the very first time? It's just um, a fun, upbeat podcast about living life. Yeah. And my mom, my mom really does have like the best words of wisdom. She raised me like to be the best person. Not uh, any parts of me that are flawed did not come from my mother's side. It came from my father's side. So, um, but you'll see as we go through this podcast, if you are new, they're like, you'll just, you'll fall in love with my mom. Everybody, everybody does. And so uh, that's kind of where the certified mama's boy idea came from. The reason I feel like I've got to explain this today, because I know a lot of you guys are here to hear part three of the Margarita Fest, but a lot of people are actually coming in for this brand new contest that we're doing today. So you've actually got a chance to win $500 all week long and like legit who could not or who does not need $500 right now, right? Mm -hmm. That's for sure. (laughs) You know, uh, it's actually an honor of our friends over at SDCCU coming back to our uh, our podcast or coming over to our podcast. And we'll talk about all that in a minute. So thanks to these guys for for making this possible. Um, so I want to explain how this is going to work because uh, my buddy Jeff, and I've talked about Jeff a lot in case you don't know, Jeff Dollar and Callie Dollar have this podcast called The Upside. And Jeff was the one when I got let go. I got let go recently from a radio station. I actually wasn't that recent anymore. It's been about six months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, I, I had texted him. I was like, hey man, like, I, I got let go and I kind of want to talk to you about podcasting because he has this really successful podcast. And I was like, let's hop on the phone. Maybe you can just kind of chat me through some of this stuff. Number one, I did not realize how intricate it was. Uh, and then I got scared to do it. And then he basically forced me to do it um, for like two months. He like kept saying, do it, do it, do it. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be on the phone with them. And then I hang up and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm scared. <laughs> so this podcast would be nothing without him, but he's, um, He's been really helpful. And he came to me a couple of weeks ago and he's like, hey, you know, we kind of have this podcast family going now. It's like us and it's his podcast and um, this podcast called Cheaties and a couple other that are all uh, basically become this little family. He's like, why don't we help promote one another by doing this this joint contest? And I'm like, that's cool. So what we decided to do was we all chipped in our own money and we got a pot together of $500. And if you would like a chance to win that money, literally all you have to do is grab your phone right now. And or you probably already have it. I feel like my radio again, grab your phone right now and call us up. <laughs> um, no, you can uh, just t- text the word Vegas. V E G A S is going to be the word for our show. V E G A S to five, 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 eight, eight, eight Vegas to five, 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 eight, eight, eight. And uh, somebody in our podcasting family here is going to win win 500 bucks. It's that easy. But from just this podcast alone, somebody is also going to win a $50 SDCCU Visa gift card. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, and, and mom will whoop, whoop, whoever the winner is. 
in case you're new, my mom I gets excited and, and she whoop whoops. Where did that even come from? Where did you ever uh, know? Yeah, whoop, I don't whoop know. You from? know, a long time ago, we used to just like back in my Studio 54 days, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> which, which, by the way, if you're, if you're new to our podcast, just coming in from another one listening to it, yes, my mom, my sweet little mother ended up going to Studio 54. She's not as sweet back in the day as she may have sounded. <laughs> but you get excited. You'd be dancing. You go whoop, whoop, and raise your hands and just have a good time. So now it's become a thing on on uh, on our show. Um, so today, if you are new to the show, uh, we're going to give you part three. Um, we're calling this one Margarita Fest after the final lime. And so if you're brand new to this show, if you're coming in to check it out, this one may not be the best one to start with. Uh, the Margarita Fest just to give you a really quick summary is that my ex-wife showed up to a station event with her new boyfriend. That's the first time I'd seen her. And, um, it was the drama that ensued after that was just wild. So we'll catch you up in case you are new in a couple of seconds on what's going on, but you might want to go back and listen to parts number one and two, or just listen to a completely different episode because we'll come back tomorrow. Like when it's back to like normal, this has just kind of been a saga that's been playing out for the last couple of days. Mm -hmm. Uh, mom on the show this week, we have a lot to cover because, um, you know, I, yes, I was on a secret uh, mission this weekend. If you follow me on social media, you saw that I was on a plane going yes. to do something. And I told you that I couldn't really talk about it, but this week we're going to get into it a little bit of kind of what that was all about. So hopefully you'll come back later this week. Um, plus this week too, we need to talk about my haunted house situation. I live in a haunted house. I'm like hundred <laughs> percent sure. And it's getting like weirder and weirder. And I, I found, you know, I told you in case you're new, I, I had this boom noise that happens almost every night at two 41 in the morning and I found where it's coming from and where it's coming from doesn't make the situation make me feel any better. So, um, yeah. So we'll talk about it. Did you have a quote for today, mom or no? I do. Okay. So we do a quote every day too, because it is a feel good podcast. It's not just drama and ghosts and crazy dads. Uh, It's here to make you feel good and make you feel motivated and kind of keep going. So every day we do have a quote, so my mom finds it because she's retired and she has nothing better to do than find <laughs> That's right. Especially during COVID. I can right. just sit around and look for quotes all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, this one is from Sad Guru. And he says, you do not know how a blessing will come. That is why you must keep yourself open and treat every aspect of life as a blessing. Yeah, what does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? Well, you know, every day, I mean, I can just think of how many things I am blessed with. You know, yeah. the roof over my head, the food on my table, the the fact that I live on the lake. I mean, you know, we had a wonderful, wonderful time with with um, with the kids this weekend, and even during COVID, we could social distance. You know, we've sort of adapted, you know, the inside of our house so that we can all social distance and, but still be together and be comfortable. I mean, everything, the fact that you wake up every day and you have all your body parts is a blessing, right? Right. Totally. Every, there are thousands, millions, gazillions of blessings in our lives, and we never really stop and think about them. So when I get downtrodden, and it, and 
it wasn't too long ago, I was thinking, why don't we move to the lake? Like, this is so isolating. You know, it's so far from everything we enjoy doing and blah, right. blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, today, I mean, today <laughs> and yesterday, we're so grand. And then I remember while we moved to the lake that it's we so can have funny, our family right? here. Yeah. Perception's so funny because, you know, I bet 98% of people listening are like, oh, poor you. You live on the lake. I How know. terrible. I know. It's terrible. You're retired and you live on the lake. How awful. I know. Um, it's terrible. Well, that's like, you know, moments of gratitude. And I know our, our friends over at the Upside Podcast talk about, that, you know, just those taking just a moment just to like be thankful. Even like I I literally have started a gratitude journal about 400 times in my life um, and never have really <laughs> – have really like gotten through it. So, um, but, but it's taking a second. If you just take a second, like right now, you know, and just be like, mm-hmm. what am I grateful for? Like right this second. Exactly. And it can really change the perspective of like everything you're doing. Right. Yes. There are just innumerable blessings in our lives. I was talking to a friend, um, a few, uh, a few minutes before I started recording. And I, cause I, I was on a secret mission. I feel like, dude, it sounds so much more scandalous than it really is. I was on the secret mission. It was fast. I was on the gone. I was literally, I was left. I live in San Diego, by the way. I left San Diego for, I was off the ground for like less than 48 hours. And it was just a really fast trip. And um, uh, so I, I got home and I was so tired. I don't sleep well on trips. I don't know about you, but I don't sleep well when I go on trips, like if I'm in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I got up and, I just took like this like four hour nap because I just didn't sleep well last night and I'm texting with a friend. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go record the show. And she's like, no, you get to go record the show. Like even just like that, like just like little things, you know, just little things. Exactly. Um, So uh, anyway, that's, I think that's a really good quote. And let me mention this too. We will also talk about the podcast magazine this week too. We have so much to cover. We have have a ton to cover. (laughs) We just, (laughs) we just can't do it all. We just can't fit everything in today's episode. So um, mom, I love you. And if you hang out for uh, a couple of minutes, we're going to get to the, what I call after the final lime of Margarita Fest episode. It's everything that happened after the episodes released and all the drama that came from it. Hula's on here in just a couple of minutes to uh, to get us started. First, I am uh, thrilled today. We talk about you know little victories on this show. That's one thing that we're really going to be focusing on as our mission of this podcast is little victories, like not the big things in life. You know, not the time that you got pregnant or the you know the the giant job promotion you got or you know when you won a NASCAR race. Like none of that. We're going to talk about little victories on our show because there's so many in your life that happen all the time that nobody. Really, you're not going to post it on Instagram because it's just a little victory, but you need to like take pride in all the cool things that happen in your life. And I am like thrilled today because when I was with my last radio station, Channel 933 here in San Diego, one of our, our biggest supporters on that radio station was SDCCU, which is San Diego County Credit Union. And they were a big believer in me. And I remember that I actually, when I got let go, another person that I, I went to went to dinner with was Nathan, who is, um, he's like the head honcho marketing guy over at SDCCU. And he was also like, you should just like start a podcast. Another, another person in my life oh, is like kept, wow. kept pushing me. <laughs> and then I met with uh, Kasaku, who is, uh, their other marketing guy. I went to lunch with him. He's also like, you got to start a podcast. So like literally the whole team <laughs> over at SDCCU is like, you got to start a podcast, which was, 
like, okay, like, there's so many people in my life that just kept coming. Like, I could do this podcast. I talk about the universe, like pushing you in certain directions, right? Mm-hmm. So then we started this podcast. And in, in, I, I remember sitting, I was at the Cheesecake Factory over in Mission Valley. And I was sitting there with Kisaku. And uh, he was like the first person I pitched the idea to because he's a big podcast guy. And I'm like, mm. hey, this sounds crazy, but like, I want to do a podcast with my mom. <laughs> and he was like, all about it. He was like, wow. all about it. So um, he was like the first person to kind of give me like the encouragement of the like Nathan was the first one to say podcast. And then Kasaku was the first one that's like, yeah, like the, the, the mom podcast thing sounds sounds cool. So um, I was thrilled when I found out last week that SDCCU is going to be a sponsor of this podcast, which is like, wow, that's so, so exciting great. to me. So great. Like trusting me from, you know, I, I lost a lot of self-confidence when I left the when I got let go from the radio station because I was like I just don't know if anyone's gonna want to support me without a radio station and Mm -hmm. the fact that like uh, you know you guys all showed up and then SDCCU has showed up they're our very first uh our very first local advertiser in San Diego and they're the very uh this is the very first podcast they have ever ever sponsored Wow, that is yeah. amazing! So amazing. Uh, there, what? A oh, little pressure, a little bit of pressure, <laughs> just a little <laughs> bit of pressure, just to just to get it right. So, um, what we, you know, I, I want to show them too that like this podcast family shows up, like we totally show up. So, mm-hmm. big shout outs to our friends over at SDCCU. Mom, do you remember when I uh, I came to you and I was like, I'm I'm thinking about buying a house. Actually, it, it didn't even. I didn't even mean to buy this house talking about like the universe working in like certain ways. So I, um, I kind of put in an offer on this house as a joke, not a joke, but like the offer was so low in San Diego that like, I didn't think it was going to happen. And then they accepted and I was like, Oh, like <laughs> now what? Yeah, like, like how, do, how do you buy a Uh-oh. house? I was just kidding. I, I didn't, I mean, I really was just kind of kidding. The offer for my house was so low. It was like, now keep in mind, if you're not in San Diego, like San Diego housing prices are stupid. And my offer was like like fifty thousand dollars under asking price or something. It was just like, let's just let's just see. Let's just see. <laughs> and they literally accepted it because the house was in a trust. I told you that two people have passed away in my house. And the person that had it before, they just uh, they had somebody that had it in escrow and then they they fell out and they just, they kind of just wanted to just get their money and be done. Right. Like the kids mm-hmm. of the, that had the, uh, had the, the trust just wanted to get the the money and, and be done. So luckily I was just there. And then I was like, Oh my God, like, how do you buy a house? <laughs> right. You know? Um, so I had to call my mom, call my brother, call my dad. I don't think I call my sister cause she's way too dramatic, but, um, I was like, huh, do I like buy this house? Do I do it? Like it's a, it's a big deal. Buying your first house is like a really, really big buying house period is just a big deal. It's the biggest investment that most of us ever make. Yeah. Yeah. No and doubt. I don't know if you remember that feeling of like, wow, you're like signing, you're like signing uh, a 30 year commitment. That's like longer than most marriages. That's three times as long as I was married pretty much. And you can't get divorced from a, from a mortgage. So I can uh, still remember that. I mean, we do you remember? Up, yes. I mean, I remember when you did for sure, but I also remember when your dad and I first had our first mortgage. What it was is, your first house? How big was your, how much scary. did it cost? Our first house was um, $64,000. <laughs> $64,000. It's now, the last time it was on the market, 
Yeah. It was $458,000. Yeah, I probably should hold on to that. It's crazy. But we were so tight. We had $25 a month left over in our budget. <laughs> oh, my God. Once we paid our mortgage. That's how tight that was. It's scary. Nobody would probably do it. Well, so I immediately went, well, that's not true. I want to tell you the true story. So I, you know, I, I've been a, an, uh, an endorser for SDCCU for a long time. And I, uh, but then again, like I, you know, I only talk about things that I believe in and things that I use. And so I did my research and I, I looked around and literally like when I got the, the mortgage info from SDCCU and I went over to like the other people, other, other loan, you know, providers, they were literally like, looked at me like, you should probably go with SDCCU. Like it really, it's <laughs> like the best way to go. And here in San Diego, they have been the best mortgage loan provider year after, I don't forget how many years it is. Um, but I always say I would, I couldn't be in my house mm-hmm. if it wasn't for SDCCU mm-hmm. because their rates are, are literally so low. And that's no BS if you're looking for a house because things are different now, right? The, the, the housing market in San Diego is just popping right now. So you might be looking for a house. Um, they The loan that I got and the home loan that I, I would recommend to you is their no closing cost mortgage loan. You pay, you pay zero closing cost on select mortgages up to $3 million dollars. Uh, my house was not $3 million by the way, nowhere near, but, um, the fact that like, cause closing costs in San Diego can be, I mean, probably anywhere can be like a lot. Oh, so yeah. to take that off your plate, uh, was to me, like, I don't think I could have, I didn't have enough money saved up. So mm-hmm. if I was going to pay, I think closing costs would have been like 12 grand, maybe I may be making that number up, but I don't just didn't have 12 extra grand sitting around to actually do it. So mm-hmm. I was really thankful for them and I'm super thankful. Uh, and, and the whole process, by the way, has been, and we'll talk about it more later on this week, but like I I wouldn't still be in my house today through all of my unemployment and COVID if it wasn't for SDCCU and like the relief that they have provided with their mortgages. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm a really big fan of San Diego County Credit Union. They they say it's not big bank banking, it's better, and that's true. So I want to welcome them to our podcast. Um, they are just, they're they're great people. They're great. if you're looking for anything, but I, I can personally speak on the mortgage and the credit card, and I've got a, my all my banking is done with them. So, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for the trust, and let's podcast family. Let's show them like podcasts show up. You know, like mm-hmm. they're used to advertising on the radio and on TV and on print. We have we have to prove to them that like podcast people show up. So <laughs> we can uh, do it. We, we can do can it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. So, um, at the end of every, uh, you know, on, on the radio, you typically hear these things called like disclosures, where you know it's like because <laughs> uh, there are like certain rules. So I do have to remind you that they're federally insured by NCUA, subject to approval, equal housing opportunity. Certain terms and restrictions apply. For details, call eight seven seven SDCCU for you, or uh, to apply online, visit SDCCU.com. So there you go. Well, glad to have you guys. Welcome to Fabulous. our podcast family. Yes, all I right, think, mom. I think I should. Give them a whoop whoop. Yeah, I think so. Yes, yes. here we okay. go. Whoop whoop <laughs> for SDCCU. So That's right. thankful. Does that rhyme? Whoop whoop SDCC? Not really. Um, <laughs> all right, we got. I know what you guys are here. You're here for the final installment of Margarita Fest, Mom. So we're going to get to that drama with Hula here in a in a couple of seconds. I love you. I'll see you back here for a normal episode tomorrow. Okay. Great. Look forward to it. Love you forever. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Skillshare. So proud to have them as a sponsor of this show. And they're new to the podcast too. So in case you don't know what Skillshare is, it's awesome. I just joined last week and I'm like, whoa, this is really cool for people that are just continuous learners like I am. Like I didn't know how to really podcast a couple of months ago and now I'm running this business by myself. And you're learning, looking to learn some new skills. Skillshare is the place for you to go. It's an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. You can explore new skills. You can deepen existing passions and get lost in creativity but it's for like real people like me and you. Like, for example, I've always wanted to learn how to use, like, for example, I've always wanted to learn how to use Adobe Illustrator. Like, I know how to use Photoshop, but not Illustrator. So I learned about Skillshare. I went on here. I just typed in Adobe Illustrator, and there are, like, a ton of creative classes on here of, like, all the things you can do on it. So let's get your creative juices flowing. How about illustration, graphic design, photography, UI and UX design, creative writing, animation, fine arts, music and music production, film and video, marketing, productivity, freelance and entrepreneurship web developments and crafts. Come learn something with me. I mean, creativity is self-care. Use this time to benefit yourself. And I'm going to make it even easier. If you go to Skillshare.com slash Kramer, you're going to get two months absolutely free of their premium memberships. Two months to go be creative absolutely free. Again, Skillshare.com slash Kramer. Let's get creative together with Skillshare. All right. So we are back. Um, Yes, you are listening to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. My name's Hula. Um, I am not Kramer, as you can tell. And we are back for what we're calling this Margarita Fest 3 after the final lime. Is that that (laughs) what we're calling it? (laughs) Is that that what this episode's about? Yes, it's just funny. It's just, it sounds so dramatic. You know, it sounds so dramatic. It's the most dramatic episode (laughs) yet. Yeah. You're going to hear because of the fact that I'm back and you would have thought after Margarita Fest 1 and Margarita Fest 2 that it would be over and done with. But um, we've had a lot of people. I mean, first and foremost, can we thank everyone for listening? Can we give like a round of applause? Everybody for, for tuning in and listening to your drama. We um, had over, um, I haven't looked, but by the first week, we had over 50,000 downloads in seven days. Wow. So wow. it was like, wow, this is, I, I knew the story was interesting, but I just didn't know that it, since it's been so long, I didn't know people would really care. But I guess the fact that we left it on the radio as a cliffhanger, or you felt like there was probably more to that story because everyone got real weird. And so I guess right. maybe that was the, the attention draw for it. Well, I'll tell you what, my wife had her, um, her cheese, cheese may mug and she <laughs> yeah. was listening to the podcast. I know friends that had their Rose and cheese may, um, yep. ups with their wine <laughs> listening in. And you know what? It was the most dramatic <laughs> season ever. I'll tell you that much. And it's not over yet. No. Because we nope. have more to right. talk about. That's why I'm back. That's why yep. you have me back. Host guest hosting with you. Well, I didn't know how when we left the saga off, we like nothing had been released to the public yet, right? Like I didn't know I didn't know how this episode was going to be received. I didn't know how people were going to take it. I didn't know if my ex-wife was going to reach out to me and say something or was my old radio company going to reach out and say, I didn't know. I had no idea how it was going to go. So literally when it was, I was more of like, just cross my fingers and let's hope it all, it all works out. Okay. Right. Right. And I I thought we tied it up in a little bow. Uh, I seemed like it. We told you to, I told you to delete the email. I told, you know, and, and when I saw the comments from your certified fans, uh, you know, cheering you on to delete it and and you know 
I didn't think it would go even further than that, but apparently it has. <laughs> the most dramatic, dramatic season <laughs> ever. I'm you trying to be like I... the Chris, the Chris Hansen of this thing, you know? Yeah, the Chris or Harrison. Not, Chris Harrison. Harrison. Sorry, yeah, not Hansen. Please, Harrison. Please, yeah, Chris, Chris Hansen would be a whole different show. This is yeah, that's well, it could not... be. I mean, I feel like it's it, <laughs> yeah, you never, you never know predator like. Yeah, what's gonna happen exactly okay so well, what let's 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 i guess this maybe what we should delve into first is reaction from from people yes and let's do that i i would say 85 percent of the uh, the feedback that i got from the episode was was positive um people felt for me um right. they uh, even though most people were like, yeah, like what you did probably wasn't right with the social media. You never could have known what was going to happen when you were posting any of that. Like, like if, and if I would have known, knowing that that's what I do, I'm a content creator. It was great content. Right. Right. Obviously if I would have known how it would have ended. I wouldn't have done it in the first place, but hindsight is, is, is 2020. What did people, what were people saying to you? Like, what'd your wife say? Uh, my wife was like, there's uh, like, as far as the story was concerned, she thought this was crazy. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is insane. But what kind of took her aback, like everybody else was the fact that in the end, your ex wrote this letter, this email that pretty much was kind of the nail in the coffin for that saga. Like f- right. for the fact that she turned around and could do something like that. She was, she was shocked. Like right. she almost dropped her cheese may mug because of the fact that <laughs> how dare she sit there and go, I'm the one that's being victimized, but then turn around and decides to do this savage move. Right. You well, know what I mean? I, you know, uh, I did get a couple and I just want to address a couple messages because, uh, did you get some hate, pull- hate mail. Well, uh, you tell me. You tell me this is hate. Let okay. me just pull up. This is actually a comment on one of the posts. Oh, okay. Uh, I do, again, I want to clear up whatever I can. And I also want to reiterate the fact, I don't think I walked away from that whole Margarita Fest the hero. I don't think that there was a hero in that story. There are many things, in a case I wasn't very clear with you, I, I in hindsight wish that I would have done differently. So I don't walk away being like, I can't believe she did that, but I was so perfect. Like, no, I definitely, I definitely did not help the situation one bit. Um, so here is, here is a, here is a, a comment that I got um, after the episode was released. This woman said unsubscribe, which people love saying that. Oh okay. yeah. Can- unsubscribe or canceled. You're canceled. Yeah. All right. You can, if that's how you feel, that's fine. I mean, I'm just going to keep being honest. Very disappointed. After listening to Margarita Fest and her email, she came to you in private and tried to address it as, um, uh, address it as an adult. She had every right to be where she wanted to be regardless that you were divorced. And it sounded like she was there to support her new boyfriend's family. Also, what girl doesn't want to look her best when she's going to an event at no point. Did you apologize or sympathize that she felt a certain way about your coworker saying things to her and Instagram apology is, um, is not anything. Cause I think I told you that I made that, that whole Instagram. Apology. I just felt bad by the end of everything. Right. Right. Um, you know, the whole story and still act like the victim. Um, wow. How do you I, feel so, about that comment? I mean, I, my, my impression 
I, I'm not here to try to win people over. I'm just here to, to just be honest about a situation. Right. I I don't feel like it's uh, like that. I'm at no fault in this situation. Um, I I definitely wanted to just reiterate like that. That's I I do think though that my ex-wife did do certain things that made the situation even worse. Yeah. She has the right to be anywhere just like the right I do. But if we both committed to not having drama, then wouldn't the right answer be, Hey, you need to, you know, uh, maybe avoid going right up to being 30 feet away from his whole, all of his employees, you know I mean? Does right. that, you tell me like, do, do I come across like I'm, I'm a victim because I'm not trying to come across like, oh my God, look what happened to me, but I was so innocent. No, I don't think you come off as a victim, but I don't think anyone should be, no one involved was the victim. I feel like everybody played a part in some way or another. Of course, this is my opinion, but I feel like it's, you know, it's just one of those situations where there were things that weren't known you didn't right. know that that boyfriend was connected to the owner of Margarita Fest. Right. She didn't know that um, that being there, you know, she was there to support her boyfriend, and she didn't know that, you know, being so close to the area would cause such a big chaotic stir, dr- stir with people right. with certain people. Um, so it just, it just, it's kind of one of those, um, cases of unfortunate events that just happen to fall on top of each other and then cause this thing to blow up then more than it should have. Right. Uh, so I just, I just, I'm glad we could like, just kind of clear the air on that as I, I, I try to start say from episode one, I don't think that I'm innocent. I don't think that everybody's guilty, but I still will stand behind the fact. I don't think my ex-wife should have written that letter. I, I still will to this day, never forgive her for writing that letter. I never try to interfere with her work. Um, right. I personally never even tried to like really interfere with her life when it comes to, I, you know, I, I posted what I posted on social, but it was never to interfere with her life. And if I knew that that's what was happening, it just felt like an attack on me. So anyway, I don't, right. and well, I still, can I, I throw I, something at you just to play devil's advocate? Yeah, please. Because, you know, I support, you know, I, I'm a fan of you and I'm a fan of, you know, um, and, and, and I, I definitely am team Kramer, Yes. but, um, with that being said, do you think that what happened with social media, um, on your end got to the point where obviously it, the owner, um, saw all of it. And then it caused him because we don't know the relationship from the boyfriend to the owner, correct? That's still a weird I, question I mark. I think I think that it's his brother. If I remember correctly from the conversation when I found out that it was his uh, his brother in law. So okay, uh, so there's a relation. Okay, imagine if you had a girl yeah. and she had drama with her ex. Yep. Ha- and the drama ended up catching up to you, how would you feel if, you know, I guess to be in her shoes where this drama now makes that relationship look bad. And now she's like, I really like this guy, but now all this drama has followed me. Um, It's been posted on social media. It makes me look really bad. And now I look like I'm, you know, this horrible person. And now 
the brother-in-law is going to sit there and tell her boyfriend, you need to dump this girl. And she may be in love with, I don't, who knows what that relationship is. So I think maybe that was her way of going, well, you did that to my relationship. Here I'm going to do this to your job. Not saying that anything should be an eye for an eye at all whatsoever. That's not the right thing to do. But, you know, in a, in a heated moment, maybe that was her only recourse to being able to justify, you know, you know, and who everyone's knows? Gonna, who knows? Everyone, I, and we don't know. We're, we're, we this don't. is all hearsay at this point. But right, right, right. You know, I just know as me personally, and even though I have an opportunity to say, you know, when she was, you know, having her thing with her coworker, like I could have really stirred some shit up, but I would never want to mess with her professionally. I just, right, I wouldn't. Right, that right. doesn't feel right. It has nothing to do with work, right? It has to do with me right. and her, right? And so. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's just a difference of how you handle things. But to me, it's the fact that she did to me, it's, it's like that important to me that she would try to mess with that, that I'm, I would not forgive her for the, I'm not saying that her motive's not right for why she wanted to, but I just know that I can't forgive her for that. Right. I feel like you both, um, would need to apologize to each other, but at this point it's not really what's the point of it? You know, it's not going right. to fix. It's, it's, yeah, there's no, nothing it's to done. fix. But the damn, it's done. And, I'm, and honestly, I'm not looking to have a conversation with her. I'm not looking to make anything better. It's right. just, You're not making amends. just, no, it's in, and I mean, I, I, again, like I wish her well, but it's done. Like it's done and everything's done and everything just moves on. I don't wish her ill will. Like I'm not right. like, I hope her right. life's terrible. Like I hope she like goes on and has a great life and like everything works out the way it's supposed to for both of us. But right. I will tell you that no matter what, I will still have that ugh, feeling about that situation because of the she the she decided to contact my old radio station. So right, no, and you've gotten that out there, and um, yep, that that saga is over. But that's not the end of Margarita Fest. No, just when we thought we got away just with everything. When we thought <laughs> you were able to share the entire story, something happened. Uh, what day was that? That was Wednesday, I want to say. What's today? uh, Tuesday, probably, because today is Thursday. Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. So that was Tuesday. Um, Something that re-stirred the lime. It took the lime and it shook it all around. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'll say. You could say that. So I'm sitting here. It's uh, it's Tuesday night. and. Um, you may have seen this and the reason I feel like I, I need to bring this up is for a couple different reasons. One, because I want to clear the air and two, because I want to reiterate kind of what happened and the motive behind it, because the person that has happened with is somebody that I care for uh, uh, immensely. Mm-hmm. So the, we were text messaging each other yeah, that night. So we were sitting randomly. here and we, um, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm texting with Hula, and I um, I'm editing the show. It's it's probably what eight o'clock or something. No, I'm looking and, back at my text messages, and honestly, it looks like nine thirty. Okay, so it's later, yeah, and it's later. I I see a text pop up on my phone, and it's from my old co-host Gina, mm-hmm. and it's going to me, and it's going to Hula. Yes, and and that's all I see because on my phone when it pops up, it doesn't show the message. It just it just says you know from and then to. Right. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Like, I wonder, I wonder what this is about. So I open it and I'm like, wow. Okay. So maybe I missed the mark on this story because I 
don't know what the big upset is about. Now we'll, and we'll come back to kind of what was said in a couple seconds. Right. So I'm, I never try to diffuse a situation over text messaging because people, I mean, it's just like being a, a keyboard warrior, right? Everyone's so much more confident. No one like, like emo, there's no one, there's no sentiment behind a text message. You can't hear people's tones. And so right, after right. getting this text message from my old co-host to me and Hula, I'm like, why don't you just call me? Actually, I'll take, I don't, I don't want to, uh, da, 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 I have it up. Do you want, okay. do you want to read yeah, it? So, so what do I, what do I say in, in response? So you say, call me if you'd like to discuss. Yes. And then she says, discuss what, you know, the truth don't, don't involve me. Okay. And then I said, I have more respect for you than to try to sort something out over this text. I would, uh, I would feel the same way or wait, I have more respect for you than to try to sort something out like this over text. I would hope you would feel the same way. And Hula has absolutely nothing to do with this. Yeah. And then, uh, did we, was there a response after that or no? I don't remember. Yes, there was a response. And it was he, as well as everyone else, probably believes every word you say. So he is now involved. <laughs> so at this point, is, is that, was that, that that was the end of the conversation, right? That was the end of the conversation. Yes. Okay. So I'm like, uh, honestly, like I'm over here working. I, and like, I know what was said because I went through that episode at least three times. I think it was three, three times. Because I wanted to make sure that everything that was said in that episode was 100% factual and only things that I myself either saw or had been told. And because, again, you can get in a lot of trouble if you're over here saying things like I because I if you keep in mind from episodes one and two, I wasn't there. Right. Right. Like you I, not. I, the only things I physically saw were the video that was sent to me from that evening. Everything right. else is all literally a secondhand account of what happened. So if I didn't see it happen, I can't really attest to, I can only say this person told me that this happened, not this definitely happened. I want to make really sure that everything about that story was my experience so that nobody could come back and be like, that's not actually what happened because the truth is I don't know what happened. I wasn't there in the first place. Right. Um, so I'm like, whatever I'm thinking maybe, you know, uh, I, I just, I could tell she's obviously heated. I'm going to let her have, uh, you know, let her have the night. Maybe we can talk about it tomorrow and then everything will be fine. Right. Right. So, At this time you and I are texting back to each other. Like yeah, what's I'm, I'm happening? Like, did I, I'm like, dude, did I say something? Like, do you know what's like, what she's even referring to right now? And you're like, no, right. I have no idea. And we're just right. we're trying to figure out like what, like what could have been said that was so, so bad. Um, right. because I, one thing that you need to know about this podcast is I'm, I'm not going to lie to you on here. Like I'm just not. And that's the beauty of this podcast. And honestly, that's the difference that I have right now that my old co-host Gina doesn't have. She still has to, you know, be protective of, of iHeartRadio. And like, I'm not trying to be bad to iHeartRadio, but I just don't have to worry about anybody's feelings. I'd rather just give you the true story without having to worry. It's the first time in my life that Hula and I have been able to come on here and be genuinely authentic. 
and right, not no- have to worry about like who's going to think what or who's going to say what or how do we make something look. But at the same time, I'm not even in, in last episode was I trying to make my ex-wife look bad. I just wanted you to know the whole story because I, I brought you into a story and then we mysteriously made it disappear. And that to me is just like the wrong thing to do. So right. I, right. when I decided to, um, uh, so when I decided to tell the story, I'm like, listen, I'm going to tell this 100% the most authentic way I can tell it. So I didn't, I honestly didn't think much of it. I was like, I, I'll call her tomorrow and things have calmed down. No right, big that's deal. what I thought when you texted me. Like, okay, we're gonna just—it's just friends, let, you know, friends yeah. just just having a friend thing. And I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. So then I get I I I get a, a series of text messages from different people because uh, I don't have Instagram notifications. I only have um, I only get text, text messages. Message. So I'm I'm seeing like all of a sudden it's like Bing Bing Bing. My phone like going off, and I'm like, what? And it's. Uh, it's all these different friends like, hey, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening with with you and Gina right now? And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, she's putting it on her social media. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. So now I have to go, like, see what this is about. I need, I have to deal with this now, obviously, right? Right. So I, I did not, um, I, I, um, <sighs> So I, I get on Instagram and I go to her story and she is indeed kind of going off. Uh, I'm not going to read every everything that was said word for word because it's it's just not necessary. Basically, she's just saying she's doing different Insta stories of being like, listen, I'm like I'm being pushed right now and like I I'm not going to be called a liar and I've stayed quiet long enough and I'm like wow so. She then posts the text message conversation and she blurred out a couple of the words. So I'm literally just only going to read what was posted because by this point, people are, are screenshotting it. They're putting it in the certified fans group. Everyone's kind of just trying to figure out like what the hell's going on. Right. Right. So the text message that she posted with her edits on it, what was the screenshot between me and Hula and it reads like this. It says, just listened to the blank podcast. Not cool insinuating that I nor any of my friends had anything to do with bullying blank. Quote, Gina's friend pushed her. Quote, I had one friend there who gave blank a hug. I was never even close to her. And we both know, parentheses Kramer, who pushed blank and those people had nothing to do with me. And I wasn't even there when it happened. So to leave it in there as if I had anything to do with it and not clarifying the truth is all caps, not cool. If you're not going to tell the story or or if you're going to tell the story, tell it right. So now, now you kind of see like what the the text message that Hula and I were both kind of like, whoa, hang on. Like what the hell is this? Right. And I'm I'm trying to think back what is happening. Like when was that moment that that happened? All of us. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're sitting here like, even I'm like, I don't know. Cause by now I'm assuming you've listened to episode one and two. So listening back and I've had a couple of you guys even like go back and you're like, we're just so curious of like what was said. And, um, and I, even I'm like curious of like what was said. And so at this point I'm like, wow, like you're literally 
publicly going on Instagram and someone who I genuinely think cares about me and you're calling me a liar publicly is disgusting to me. It was just like, ugh, like what? Like how is this how is this even happening right now? I have no idea how this even escalated to like this point, right? Right. So right. so then I'm like I literally respond, I'm like because I I'm trying not to call her because I don't want to talk to her about this when she's all fired up. I want her to call me when she's level-headed so we can just have a normal conversation about this. But I had to kind of drop the conversation for the night. But then when I saw this, I, I responded to her in the DMs and we have a conversation. I'm like, hey, what is going on? Like, this is not good. Like, this is really not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for me. Like, it's just not like, it's not a cute look. So why can't we just discuss like what's going on when things calm down and then we can kind of get everything fixed. And she kind of keeps basically reiterating the same sentiment as that text message. So at this point I'm like, Whoa. Okay. So I am like, I need to like squash this right now because I, I think we both just look terrible right now and I don't want that to happen to either of us because I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, Gina and I care a lot about each other and that's, that's no bullshit. So mm-hmm. I call her and I'm like, I mean, I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave the, I'm just going to get to the point of like where the conversation picked back up is that Gina, or I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to basically just leave it to the sentiment of what the conversation was about. Gina felt okay. like in the conversation. In the uh, podcast. In the pot. Well, okay. I, I, we, we can even go back then. Gina got really, really upset the day that Shannon wrote that letter to iHeart because in that letter, according to what I was told, I, I never saw the letter, but according okay. to what I was told about the letter was that, um, that Shan- that, um, some of Gina's friends were had either pushed her or bullying her. I can't remember the exact wording. Um, now Gina in that meeting was like, Whoa, wait, like, what are you talking about? Like, I really genuinely had no part in, in that, whatsoever like gina i know had had a friend back there um back in the vip area but again i i wasn't there so i can't attest to anything other than i don't think that gina's a liar so when i'm telling the story on the podcast i literally tell the story of what was in that letter right and i said shannon wrote a letter that said that gina's friends were messing with her uh gina was was disappointed that I didn't clarify that Gina had nothing to do with it because she said that to her it felt like and apparently she had gotten messages that like she was bullying Shannon uh, backstage now again I wasn't there I don't know what happened but I as a friend of Gina as someone that's known her long enough I have to believe that, you know, Gina's account was that she wasn't back there. I think she said she had gone to the bathroom at that point. She wasn't even back there when apparently when Jeff uh, had confronted her, she was just kind of telling me the recap of what had happened when she had gotten back in there of what had happened. So Gina was really mad now. And I'll tell you why that, that exchange got so heated and why she was so mad that night 
is that Gina and I had an issue right when I got – now, keep in mind, and this is the the, the true no-bullshit story, okay. is that Gina and I had a great working relationship, and we were – and we still are good friends. But right. we had a really good working relationship, and you have to imagine that when a company makes a change that nobody wants, right? Like, nobody wanted that change. Right. Um, it's, it's really – it's just emotional because Gina now – has got to pick up the pieces. Oh yeah. And 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 deal the cards that she has dealt and as the the matriarch of that station keep going. Now, keep in mind, she's basically grieving the loss of someone that she genuinely enjoyed working with. So Right. And on top but, of that, she is fighting off people who are hating her because so they think she has something to do with it. And that's where it starts getting tricky. Okay. So I, when I got let go, uh, I, number one, was not in, in a place to really talk about what was going on. But I also knew that if I was going to launch a podcast, I had to use the Channel 933 story as my catalyst. I just knew I had to. Like, I couldn't, uh, that was my, my best bet of like picking up the rubble that I had. My career kind of fell apart. The best right. opportunity I have, I'm going to start a podcast is to, because in case you didn't listen, when I got let go, Gina was basically given a, uh, a sentiment of what to say about like when I, you know, about what happened to me. It was very corporate. It was, it, and you guys felt that shit. Like you had, you knew, you knew how much Gina loved me and you knew that like that, that comment did not feel did it not feel her. like like two friends that like have just got split up over no reason, right? Right, and that's no fault to Gina. It she has to. You have to go on. Right, it's, it, but once she, you're I still mean, there. Listen, like this is her career. Like this, and I, right, right. If I if Gina got let go, I would have to do the same thing because these companies. We we we've all had to do it. I mean, think yeah. about when you got cut from yeah. AJ's show. Right, like, right. I'm Back sure in 2017. Put a smile on his face and and whatever. What when you did get let go? What happened? What what was the story? Um, when I was let go, they they of course they want to brush it aside and they didn't. He didn't talk about it for not a week. even. And okay. because we live in a time where it's social media, everybody's like, "Where's Hula? Where's Dorothy?" Because both Dorothy and I were cut at the same exact time. Like all I hear is AJ and Tanya. So. Of course, people speculate. I wasn't commenting at all on social media. I wasn't, Dorothy wasn't either. And, you know, people start talking. And so the, the, eventually when it came out that he said, well, they're no longer part of the show, that's all they could say is they're no right. longer part of the show. And that's and we're pretty sad much about what, it. what Gina said when I got let go. It was like, hey, we, we, you know, he's a great guy and we're, we're moving towards future and what's just some it's just some corporate bullshit right right she has to stay um, positive because that's how she you right. have to do that but you have to on the inside imagine like just imagine that like let's say let's say you've got this really great thing going and somebody rips it and then you've got to go in front of a ton of people and this is still like your responsibility to keep the ship going so like right you got to understand that's like that's not an easy thing to do and no, for anybody and, yeah unless and you hate the other person it's not an easy thing to do and gina does not hate me no so Let's fast forward now a couple of weeks. And so what happens is the show gets rebranded, right? So the right. show is now rebranded as the Gina Latina and Frankie V morning show. Right. And so people start to speculate that 
Gina had something since because my, it was the Kramer and Gina show, and now it's the Gina and Frankie show. People started to speculate maybe Gina had something to do with it because I because her name is now at, at the top of it, and that's horrible. I yeah, and so she tells tells me that like people were like coming after her and saying things like, "How dare you get him fired? We love him." Uh. And what frustrated Gina was that I wasn't telling the story. Like I wasn't able to back it up and say, no, like that's not what happened because I was waiting until I could get my podcast off the ground so I could tell the story. So weeks went by and she's getting harassed by all these people. And to her, that's frustrating. Now to me, it's like, I'm going to handle this the way I, I need to handle it. You know, like right. I am, I'm definitely not coming after you because I have no reason to come after you. I'm not making, I'm not making the situation worse personally. I'm just, I've got to get my affairs together and do this the way that I want to do it. And I know that she wasn't thrilled that I wasn't like speaking out and telling the story sooner. But to me, that's like, this is how I'm doing it. And this is like, I, this is how I want to tell the story. I want to tell an audio, like an audio form, like when I'm ready to tell it and I want to do it on my podcast and use it as a catalyst to launch it. Um, so Which you have a right to, because it's your story. So it's my story. And like, yeah. I'm the one honestly, that's like, you got to figure this shit out. I so, mean, it's, it's, it's both hard for both people because I mean, Gina having to, you know, run with everything. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on her. There's a lot of totally. people, you know, people talking in her ear. There's a lot of, you know, there's just a lot of pressure she has to deal with. And at the same time, when you do look at somebody who could probably remedy a lot of the situation and they, they don't want to do it. I get where she was coming from being totally. frustrated. Well, she's got to keep a smile on, but that's hard for anybody to, as a person. And then to be hearing like, why did you get like F you? I don't know if everybody said F you, but like F, the sentiment of F you, like we can't believe that you got rid of our favorite guy. We know it, it had to do with you. And so it's, it was not an easy time for Gina. It was really not an no. easy time for Gina. No, was not. So I think between those two things of her feeling like, Hey, I can't believe that your ex-wife came after me and now that podcast didn't clear up the fact that like I had nothing to do with it. Now, I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to leave this alone because Gina's is is a dear friend of mine. It's her story, but Gina's had a really rough 2020. And she's been dealing with some stuff behind the scenes that is uh it's her story and I'm going to let her tell it if she wants to tell it, but I just need you to get in the mindset that like she's going through, she's just going through it right now. Like, like we all are, but she's just going through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the combination of all of that combined and like, like all of us, we all have bad days. And right. I think that she just needed an outlet and something to, you know, needed a chance to, from, you know, the last time with the podcast frustrated her to this time when she feels like, you know, because by no means am I lying. I, nothing on that podcast was a lie. And I was damn sure about that. Right. Um, I want to reiterate this. I don't want any drama with this. I don't like Gina and I are friends and mm-hmm. friends can have its situations. I hated right. the way that this was handled. I really do hate the way the situation was handled because I hate that you guys had to get involved. I hated when I got off and I saw that Gina had deleted those Insta stories, but, and I was like, okay, good. Like the story, at least it's over with because I was, the problem was that when Gina posted all these things, people were coming at me, calling me a liar. So that also made Ah. me feel like I need to do this podcast to like also clear the air that I think nothing on that podcast was a lie. 
I just right. wanted to make sure that was a hundred percent clear that like, that's the part that she was, you know, that was bothering her that night. Gina from, from the stories that I, again, I wasn't there. So I'm going to keep the, I'm, and I'm going to continue to say that I wasn't there. The only thing I knew was through social media was the stuff that I was doing. Um, but I do, I don't know Gina to be a liar. So I don't believe that she had, I think that she was kind of caught up in the drama. Like all of us, I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of leave it at that. Um, does that clear that up? Hula? Does that make, does that feel good? I think that feels good. I mean, I, I still have some more popcorn here in my, my bucket that, <laughs> well, I got some more drama. Back. Do you want it? Do you want some more cheese? May I would love more cheese. May I I'm all about the cheese. May I mean, let's come go on to the hate, the hate mail bag, the hate mail bag. Um, oh, cause it's, oh. I, yeah, oh. trust me. There's, there's been plenty of it. Um, Oh, okay. I want to, and I want to clear this up too, because I, I think oh, one thing I didn't mention, I want to go back and mention this because I didn't admit, mention this in the exchange of that evening was that when Gina posted the screenshot of the text message conversation, she only posted the part where she like the only response I had at that point was call me if you'd like to discuss, but she didn't put the second part in there where I was like, Gina, I don't want to get into like a fight over this. Like who has nothing to think like all that part was left off. And I right. felt like on her post, that was a, a big part of the conflict. I'm like, like I, like me just, I'm being cool about this. I'm just trying to be like, Hey, like call me and let's discuss this and let's just be calm and cool. And I'm not, I'm not being a dick about it. I'm just being honest and real about it. Right. Um, so I then, because so, so many people start coming because I get on Instagram, Instagram's blowing up and it's all like, Gina says, you're a liar. Why are you looking at this text message? You're being so mean to her. So that's when I, I text mess or I screenshotted the rest of the, um, uh, the message the conversation the message. Yeah. And I just, I, I posted it up there and I put, um, you might as well show the rest of the conversation, LOL. And because I just wanted everyone, if, if you're going to get like this glimpse of what's going on, I'm being called a liar. And here's this where I'm being very short, just saying, call me if you'd like to discuss. Um, I want you to see that I'm like being very calm and just like trying to figure this out with her. So I got uh, one more message that I got that night that I want to make sure that the sentiment of the podcast is not lost. And I'm, I'm not going to say her name, but it, she said, um, it's kind of crappy that you're willing to piss off past coworkers and friends for your podcast. It seems like a common theme is people that you used to work with tell, um, talking about how you were a pain to work with. I like listening to the podcast, but you don't really seem like a very nice person and definitely the kind that spins things just for radio, no matter who it affects. I get that. Um, I get that it furthers your career, but it has probably affected how many real friends you have. Just the fact that Gina posted that she's genuinely mad at you attacking her character and that you're so dismissive with your post talking about her and then saying, LOL, like, damn, you really don't care about who you burn bridges with. And listen, that's wow. Wow. I mean, Hula, you've been a part of all of this. I mean, from the Nina D story, which I recommend you going back and listening to the episode <laughs> called I'm, am I an asshole? Um, right. right. Because one of my ex co-hosts called Hula and said that I was an asshole. And then, you know, seeing this exchange with Gina, I, the pro the biggest problem that I have is I'm just, I'm just too open about my life that I feel like most radio personalities or most personalities or most people don't want to be. 
Like I didn't release the Margarita Fest story episodes to make me look like a hero and everyone else like a jerk. I even listening back because, you know, I don't think anybody, I don't think Gina looked bad in that story. I know she feels like she looked bad. I don't think she looked bad. Um, no. I never got anybody saying anything bad about Gina, you know? Right. No, um, I feel like here's the thing. And I don't know if you've already said this or not in previous podcasts, but you were, I mean, when, you know, when you get laid off, you have severance. So you're still technically tied to the company. So right. there, there are things you still can't talk about because you don't want your severance to be interrupted or sure. to be dismissed. And you sign papers that say, look, I still can't talk about anything. Right. Well, once that day is over, then you're able to talk. Right. It may not be good and as far as a career if you want to go back to the company, but you have the right as a as a person who is no longer employed there to talk about whatever you want once the contract is null and void. So right. that's and again, you immediately shared trying, the story. I wasn't even trying to be angry at iHeart. I feel like iHeart just had to do what they had to do. Like that's just it, it, if you get a complaint letter like that, you have to investigate it at that point. I'm not even right. mad at iHeart. I'm not mad at Gina. I'm not I again, at the end of the day, the only person the only thing I'm disappointed about is that she wrote that letter to the company. Like we could have handled it I, even though I didn't respond to her. I I I heard her sentiment and I changed the course of action and um uh, this podcast to me is all about being authentic radio has lost its, its authenticity it has and it's not that i'm trying to piss people off i'm i'm just trying to tell my story and i want to be able to do it because i want people to be able to learn and grow and not feel so alone i'm sure everyone has effed up at work before and uh or has had some or had a run in with their ex and can you know felt like oh my god like are my feelings valid um i hope this pod i mean i but going back to that message i would never do anything i when i left you know it's, it sounds like you just want to piss off everybody you work with or burn bridges of course i don't that right. bridge in phoenix was burnt before the story was, I mean, it was gone <laughs> and it wasn't even my, I mean, it wasn't even my doing just a right. really quick summary of that story. I left. I didn't tell them I was looking for another job. It really bothered my old co-host. Um, nothing. I, I look back on that story and I'm like, nothing is, you know, that story is just, it's just, it's just burnt to a crisp, but she did smear my name and I didn't say a word for four and a half, five years until people are asking me, Hey, tell me the story. And now right. I'm telling you the story. And if you're not here for the story, then don't be here. You know, like this story is always going to be the authentic, true story. And I'm not trying to burn a bridge, but, and so going back to the Gina situation, I never intended like Gina to me, we, we had our ups and downs for like anybody would, right? Two people working close together are going to have ups and downs, but right. way more ups than we had downs. And Gina to me, I mean, she'll always be a sister to me mm -hmm. and she has helped me so much professionally and so much personally. And I would never ever, and I'm just letting you know, and I'm the same thing that I told her, this is how we ended the conversation this night is I need you to look through the filter always that I love you and I'm not out to get you. So if anything ever comes across, I honestly, I don't have a bad story about Gina. 
I mm-hmm. don't like, yeah, we had fights every now and then we had our differences from time to time, but that I could, that could literally be any human sitting across from me, me and Hula. I guarantee you, if Hula and I work together, we would have the same fucking story. It'd be the same right. thing, right? Like right. anybody you work so close with, you're going to have, you're going to have things with, but Gina and I had a good working relationship and we had a good personal relationship. Uh, we, and, and to me, and this is what I was telling her that evening is I was like, Gina, I would never do anything to try and jeopardize our friendship or try to do anything or say anything that would affect you in a negative light. Because mm-hmm. honestly, A, got a lot of respect for, B, lover, C, I got nothing bad to say about Gina. So before everybody that came after me, like, why are you so mean to Gina? Like Gina and I, or if you saw her post or if you went, like those posts are still up in the certified fans Facebook page. Like if you're reading through those and you saw her anger, I speak for both of us because she doesn't have the platform to do so. And I think that she would articulate the sentiment because we had a very long conversation about it. Her and I love each other. This breakup that neither of us wanted has been very hard and it's been challenging. And, um, what, but no matter what we will always, what we value the most is our relationship with one another. And like, that's going to be it again. It's never going to be perfect, but like <laughs> it, you know, it's not gonna be perfect. It's not going to be, you know, right. Like, right. Look at any relationship. It's not going to like, she, right. she knows that, that that's probably not the best way to handle the other night. But again, I still love her. Like she gets a pass for me because I love her. So don't message Gene. Like, Listen, don't stir, don't try to like look for something that's not there. Gina and right. I are friends. We we genuinely care about each other. We always did. She had nothing to do with me getting fired. She had nothing to do with Margarita Fest. I, I believe her story because she's very passionate about it. And I've never known Gina to lie to me about anything. She is, trust me, she'll be very blunt to my face and hurt my feelings before she'll lie to me. So Absolutely. Um, I can attest I mean, to that. that. Yeah, that's the same thing. So listen. Let's like calm all just to calm everybody down. <laughs> Hula and I love each other. Hula loves Gina. Gina loves me. We all love each other. There's no, I mean, I can't say that for every radio personality. We all love each other, but at least in this right. triangle, that's the story of what happened the other night. And that's literally the last time I want to say the word Margarita Fest. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm done. You know? You're spent. You're I'm spent. spent. Bro, he, I'm done I, you with know, the story. I, I think here's the thing, though, too, is the fact that a lot of things, you know, we're content creators. We create content. We're in 90% of the content ends up being about our lives. Yeah. And we share our lives with it's a very unique job. You know, sometimes people, you know, they they have that thing where it's they say, if you have a problem at home or if you're fighting with your significant other, you leave it at the door and you do your job. Well, right. For us, it's like, that's awesome. We'll use this on the radio and right. we it's can like talk if, about if it. If you're having, if you're having a fight, you better bring it to the air immediately or you're, exactly. you're a terrible radio person. Yeah, exactly. So, so people hear about our lives and, and that's what happens. But the thing is, is a lot of times when, uh, teams are split up for whatever reason, company does stuff, not, you know, blaming everything on the company, but things happen. Sometimes we don't get the closure. We don't get to say goodbye. You know, when I right. got laid off from, on 2017 from um, 
when I, I was on Energy 1037 with AJ when Dorothy and I got laid off, I was angry with AJ for six months and yeah. I just didn't, I couldn't listen to them because I wasn't in the, you know, I wasn't a part of the group anymore. I, I took, I stopped following them on social media. I was hurt. We all right. are in this business get hurt because we get laid off or we, you know, some of us still have to pick up the pieces and go and it's not fair. We don't have that time to be able to console each other or grieve together. It's just, it, you just kind of have to keep moving forward. So right. it's, I that's think it. that's what happens a lot of times with a lot of partners, um, team, team members on shows. You feel like from the outside looking in, you feel like, oh, they hate each other. It's not that it's one person is still tied to the corporation. So they have right. to act a certain way. And the other person has, you know, it's tied to themselves and they can act however they want to act. Sure. And, and sometimes yeah. it just doesn't align. And so that's just what it is. It's not out of spite. I mean, for some people it might be out of spite, but I know in this situation it is not. That it's case. not, it's not, no. it's not at all. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad you and I can understand that. And, and my, the point of this podcast is just all of that authenticity stuff, man, because the people that are tied under contracts right now don't like, like Gina can't, cause I was like, go on the air and tell your side of the story then. And she knows she can't she do that. Can't. She doesn't yeah. have the ability to do it. So and it's unfair to her, but you know, it's, she can't do it. She just but can't. As, right. So as a friend, I just wanted to come on here. I wanted to clear it up. I wanted to clear up that anything that you would have seen on social media. Listen, I, I felt attacked that night with so many people coming over, calling me a liar. So I posted like, I posted that thing on social. Everybody admits we did the wrong thing. You know, we love each other. It's just like a bad call. And, I'm here for the cheese may. That's all I'm saying. I, listen, um, I know. I, I'm know. expecting this to be another highly downloaded episode after all that. So I, I mean, this is definitely. I mean, if I'm back, you might as well just start paying me. Um, no, true. At this that, point. That's what I'm worried about. Now that I'm <laughs> now that I'm a, a you know certified media LLC, I got to start cutting some right. checks over here. This guy's gonna be a full time. Well, you thank know? you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, no. So here's what we're going to do is, as, as literally when I said this is over, we're going to have one more discussion. Hula and I are going to do a Facebook Live with yes. certified fans. And that's going to be yes. Wednesday night. The date on that is the 5th. Um, oh. We said 8.30, right, Hula? 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. So we'll hop on and like then we can answer any kind of questions that you have. And we can wrap the story up. We can just... We can actually be truthful because no one is, you know, yeah. And like, there's you know, stuff, but totally, um, we can, you know, it's, it's a chance for you to ask questions or really, really just for us to have fun. Cause we and I always have fun together. We're on live. So, oh yeah, um, I'll bring the popcorn. Um, do it, please bring that. I'll bring I'll the popcorn. Bring yeah. I'll bring my cheese may mug and we'll have a, we'll have a grand old time. So that's going to be for certified fans only. And if you want to be a part of that conversation, you can just text the word fans F A N S to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight, 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 eight K R A M E R eight. Just text the word fans right now or scroll down the show notes that you can become a certified fan. It's $5 a month. Uh, you get all kind of fun perks like these exclusives. And, uh, so we'll just chat more about it then. But then after Wednesday night, <laughs> it will be known as the fest that will not be spoken of. <laughs> yeah. So, so then is our Facebook live margarita fest for after, yes. after the yes. final yes. line? Yes, yes, yes. We'll, we'll yes. think of some dramatic name for it by then. So Wednesday night, the fifth, Hula's going to join me for just, we'll be on there for a few minutes and just chatting with you guys. And that's only for certified fans. Don't forget to, to check out Hula's podcast. I'm, I'm a fan. I subscribe. I listen daily. Thank you. Um, Thank you. He, it's, 
another great daily podcast to subscribe to. How would you pitch it to people who for those who have never heard of it? Um, it's a lot of fun. I try to keep everybody, you know, I'm a big fan of pop culture and useless information and I love telling people about it just as much as you like sharing cheese made with people. And yeah. I love talking about my, the, the biggest thing right now going on my podcast is my weight loss journey. Cause I'm on, on yeah. another 40, 40 day intermittent fast as we speak right now. So that's, that's going that's on. Great. Yeah. So go go follow Life with Hula. It'll be down in the show notes too. But again, like I I, I love that we've created uh, a lot of people that have come come daily. So it's another one for you to add to your daily podcast. Listen. All right, this is it, man. No more Margarita Fest episodes. The fest that will not be spoken of. <laughs> and then, uh, the most and then dramatic season <laughs> ever is now I mean, that's finished. For, that's, for, that's for sure. This is that's that is and the end of the podcast. The end. All right, man. And, I yeah. love you. Thank you for doing this. Love you forever, as your mom would say. <laughs> okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.